Well, hello there. Welcome back to the Dean Report. My name is Dean. I am your host for today's episode, and um, I thank you for listening. Today is Monday, the 20th of July, 2020, and it is summer. And it's hot. And I don't know why I said that, but I just thought I'd put it out there. Um, Before I get into talking about what I wanted to talk, and you may have seen the um, thumbnail for the episode, you may have seen the title, and you're wondering, Out. What does that mean? And this is kind of looking back at the craziness of 2020 as it relates to the coronavirus and looking at the outages, the shortages that have um, occurred as a result of COVID-19 back in March. Uh, So, yeah, let's start back in March. And the very first thing that, um, there were two things, two items that came to the forefront that, you know, people were buying in um, bulk when the whole coronavirus came when it became um, uh, evident or um, inevitable that there would be some kind of a shutdown or, you know, quarantine. Um, People went out in droves and bought all of the toilet paper. They also bought all of the hand sanitizer. Um, and, um, and additionally, they also bought all of the, like the cleaners, like the, um, the Clorox wipes went sold out. And I think cleaning supplies in general, um, you know, uh, gloves, rubber gloves, disposable gloves, um, went sold out too. In addition to, um, at the grocery store, I'm trying to think, there were certain sections that people were buying out. um, And it was uh, kind of, um, I mean, on the surface, just looking through the store, um, I remember that the pasta and the spaghetti sauce section was, you know, would... uh, be, you know, less stocked up. Um, I also remember that the, um, I think the bread aisle, yeah, the bread aisle was another section. The, that was just all the canned food section. They bought canned food. In some ways, you would have thought that this was a hurricane. Um, and, um, that um, we include bottled water, 
Um, and so I think, you know, it, in the, on the one hand, it's kind of humorous, but on the other hand, I did read an article and it kind of referred to, um, it was referencing the shortage of toilet paper specifically. And it was talking about why people will, um, kind of up and buy things. And in terms of the hoarding and the buying of things, um, one reason for it, and it's not the only reason, um, because I know that there were some people that were buying these insane amounts of toilet paper. There was one individual... Um, that bought like 2,000 uh, whatever units of the toilet paper, or it might have been, you know, rolls, and they were like trying to sell them online. So there's there was that crowd, the hoarding, and for the, you know, the uh, commercial gain, I guess. And then there's the, the reason that this article that I mentioned um, talked about uh, why people were buying things up. And it was because in this situation where there's this imminent danger and fear, um, having a supply of something, whatever it is, um, in this case it turned out to be the toilet paper or the hand sanitizer, it turns, you know, it's having that buying up this is kind of a way that people can have control of the situation. Um, and so there, it's a kind of an interesting psychological um, discussion. But it was really interesting to me to, um, to think about that, to think about, I didn't go through those emotions, but I do have a collection that I have, and I don't think it's, and it's not, I wouldn't say it's attributed to maybe fear, that could be some anxiety, but I do tend to buy um, office supplies. I have a extensive collection of office supplies. I have lots of pens, markers, um, uh, notebooks, notepads, um, Sticky notes to a, a point, uh, folders, um, you know, that kind of office supplies, and I have a bunch of it. So when it comes to pens and notebooks, am I going to write in them? Am I going to use the pens to write in the notebooks? Probably not. Maybe one or two notebooks in my lifetime. But I've got them because I guess there's something inside me that it's how I'm dealing with anxiety. And it was kind of interesting to kind of do that deep reflection on why I'm doing my hoarding. Why I buy so many. And I'm not buying these up bulk at a time. I'm buying a pack of pens, a notebook. Uh, uh, you know, 
Um, and so it's a collection, but it is a huge collection. And I have to, I have a stash of pens and notebooks and notepads and things um, in my disposal that I have. Um, and so, yeah. I, would I stop? I don't know. Is it a collection? Is there a psychological um, anxiety connection? I don't know. Um, as I record this, I'm kind of working through that because as I've thought about it, since I've read that article about the hoarding of the to- toilet paper, it just kind of made me think about um, collections. Why do we have collections? And that's not really what this episode is about but it is at the same time because it's it's kind of a another kind of um, situation, and so I collections and you know hoarding things like the toilet paper, like the hand sanitizer, are a little different. But they could they could have something, some kind of a psychological reason behind it, because to the extent that um, you know, people may need to buy a pack of pens because they need them to write. People need to buy a couple of notebooks. Especially now we're getting ready to, well, I assume kids are going back to school, um, but in whatever capacity they go back, whether it be uh, virtual or online or um, in the physical schools. Um, the, the, the store, I was at Walmart today, and the back-to-school section is up. My kryptonite, the office supplies, the back-to-school section, they've got these bins of the markers, you know, okay. So those those outages happened. Um, Back in March, we saw the shelves empty of, as I mentioned, the toilet paper, bottled water, hand sanitizer, the Lysol, uh, Clorox wipes, uh, cans, canned goods, breads, um, and it was interesting. Um, I don't remember now, like all the sections. I think there were some other sections that. Oh, eggs! I know for a little while the egg section was like sold out. Really interesting. But, um, so, as the time went on, then I think there was some supply concerns uh, with, um, like, face masks and um, gloves as well, as time went on. And that was a kind of a more serious um, supply and demand outage that got rectified. Um, actually the, um, I think, well, based on my visits to Publix, the grocery store, um, I think gloves, gloves being sold in the stores might still be, um, out. Another one I've been looking for the last month or so is hydrogen peroxide. Um, and I'm not sure why that's out, um, but it's been out at the stores at, you know, 
two different dollar stores, the grocery store, Walmart today, um, out of hydrogen peroxide. Um, but then, um, and I've talked about this on the podcast, um, before, but I work at Wendy's and of course Wendy's thing is, um, fresh, never frozen beef. And a couple months ago we had a beef shortage. Um, and it was because for these other reasons, and it was a COVID-19 reason, um, because the, um, the factories, the warehouses where, um, these, the beef products were, are, you know, manufactured and, you know, produced, which I guess maybe are this, okay, um, They were shutting down. Sorry, I got derailed there for a second. Um, but they shut down for safety considerations for the workers. Um, and and so, I, you know, when you stop production of things, um, they won't come to the stores and the stores won't have them. And that's what happened with beef. And I think to a, another... Um, I think chicken too. I know chicken, I think was in the same boat, but you know, it could be, you know, any, any, um, industry, any, um, you know, product too. I think in general, a lot of the products actually in in the grocery store are probably in that boat, in that situation where the manufacturers, um, the warehouses, the factories, um, they're not being you know, operating because of the workers are either sick or in some cases there's been, um, you know, outbreak of the virus. And so they have to close down for a short time to, you know, do a cleaning of the facility and to, um, you know, let the workers go home. And so that's, that has caused some shortages a little more recently. Then a couple weeks ago, I came to be aware of another shortage, which is the last shortage that I'm going to talk about on here, and it's a coin shortage. So apparently, the U.S. Mint, like the other factories and and places, um, kind of shut down production um, of coins. And so they weren't being shipped to the, um, you know, banks and everything. But also just with the closure of the economy in places, you know, there wasn't, there hasn't been circulation of these coins. Um, And so banks are not able to provide change to businesses who come to get change. Um, customers at a lot of places, um, now just this week, uh, the Wendy's I work at, we had to put up signs asking people to use exact change or pay with a card. Um, but it's very interesting that coins aren't in circulation, 
And so there's a coin shortage. Um, it hasn't gotten serious. I still have, you know, coins in my wallet. And I've been using my debit card a lot more lately since I, I found out about that. Um, I used it at the gas station. I used it at the grocery store. Uh, places where I would normally use cash. And I guess I could still buy gas with the cash um, since it's, you know, whole dollar amount. But I just kind of switched to my debit card a little more heavily temporarily. I do want to go back to cash once things ease up with that. Um, but, or I may, I may to a degree try to go back to that and just be able to provide change, um, exact change when I'm paying. So, um, hopefully that's, um, a limited time and that's coming out. It's interesting that that problem is happening because um, there was no circulation for a while. And now as people are coming out um, more and place, businesses are opening up, um, you know, hopefully the coinage will start to uh, circulate again um, in the near future. But, you know, I haven't seen, with all these shortages that I've talked about in this episode, I haven't actually heard of instances where there's been a complete outage. Um, I haven't heard of any. That doesn't mean there hasn't been any. I know in my area, I haven't really heard of, or in my personal experience, I haven't heard of a complete shortage. The only issue is the banks aren't able to give as much change. They're really limiting how much they are giving to businesses um, to be able to make change for their customers. And so hopefully it will inspire um, people. And I read another article, uh, and this one was about the coin shortages, about places, uh, companies like the Coinstar uh, machines where you take your coins and um, and you know deposit them, dump dump your your baggies and your your jars down and um, for cash. Um, hopefully those will get you know start getting some usage. Um, I think though. One suggestion, just in case um, these companies are listening to this podcast, I think something that might help incentivize is to um, not charge for the service because when you use those services, they deduct a small percentage. I think if you lower that percentage to just a couple of cents... It's all very a very low percentage, but I think if you either make it be zero or just a very little, so people aren't you know losing money, um, they might be more willing to go 
dump their coins and um, and do that. So this has been a fun discussion and a look into some of the outages that have happened this um, in the past few months as the world and the country has um, had this COVID-19 thing here. And um, it was really fun. And um, I look forward to coming back to bring you the next episode of the Dean Report. Hopefully you will uh, come back and listen. Um, So yes, you'll have a great day. And thank you for listening. And you will hear me in the next episode of the Dean Report.